Welcome to the e-commerce badassery podcast, the place for scrappy female entrepreneurs who want to learn actionable steps and strategies to grow the traffic, sales, and profit in your e-commerce business. I'm your host, Jessica Totillo Coster, a 20-year retail veteran who spent three years as the only employee of a seven-figure online store. That shit was crazy. I know exactly how it feels to do all the things, and I'm sharing everything I learned the hard way so you don't have to. I may have started this business by accident, but supporting badass bosses like you lights me the fuck up, and I am so stoked to see you grow. Are you ready, babe? Let's roll. Welcome to the e-commerce badassery podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Totillo Coster. If it's your first time here, I'm so glad you found me and I can't wait to hear what you think about the show. And for my OGs, welcome back, friend. If you follow me on Instagram, you know I adjusted my podcast schedule to make sure I address this issue as soon as possible. And that issue is iOS 15 and the ability for users to opt out of email tracking. Now, before we get into the details, know that this information is still super new. It was only announced a couple weeks ago. I'm doing my due diligence to get as much information and insight as possible, but know that the information is likely to evolve as developers start testing and more information comes to light. For now, I'm going off the initial Apple announcement and the coverage I found from other reputable sources in the space. I'll include links in the show notes for more information if you want to read about it for yourself as well, including a community thread of Clavio's website where they will be updating information as they come to it. Okay, first let's talk about the what, and then we'll talk about the what next. iOS 15 is Apple's next operating system update, and as of right now, it looks as if it will be released sometime between September and November. So yes, when Q4 rolls around... This update is likely to already be in place. It's not the end of the world. We just need to be prepared. There are a bunch of updates coming for iOS 15, and I linked the Apple article in the show notes if you want to read it. But what we're focusing on right now is what's going to affect our email marketing, and that is the mail privacy protection. When someone updates their app, they'll be presented with a screen asking them if they want to protect their email activity or not. And you can head to ecommercebadassery.com forward slash 65 to see a screenshot of what that looks like. If a user chooses to protect their mail activity, Apple Mail will strip the tracking code from the email, which means the sender won't be able to see if an email was opened And it will also hide the IP address of the user, which we use to understand someone's general location. One thing to note here is that these new email privacy protections are specific to Apple Mail, the app on the iPhone. If the user is using the Gmail app or another app like Outlook, the privacy settings won't apply, at least not until those platforms decide to do something similar. Truth be told, though, most statistics say that the majority of email users in the U.S. are using the Apple Mail app, and even I use it because I hate the Gmail app. In fact, according to Litmus, their annual email client market share data shows Apple iPhone, Apple Mail, and Apple iPad have over 46% of combined email opens in 2020. That's a pretty big percentage, so it's safe to say that this is going to have an effect. 
So what does this mean for how you manage your email marketing? First things first, don't panic. Email is not dead. Remember when GDPR first came out, everyone was panicked and thought it was going to be the end, but it wasn't. We adjusted and email continues to be a strong source of revenue for e-commerce businesses. Digital marketing and the internet have been evolving and will continually evolve. So it's no use to anyone to just stress out every time a change is coming. We just have to adapt like savvy business owners and marketers do. All right, so let's talk about the IP address first because that's actually the easiest to tackle. Typically, we use this to understand where the user is, and it's how you create location-based segments if you're trying to do like their location based on a radius to a zip code. I used this a lot in my previous job because we had 35 stores which were spread out all over the country. So if I had a specific store event or a promotion, or even when we were opening a new store location, it was fairly easy to figure out who was within driving distance to those stores. If someone opts out of mail tracking, it's going to be a lot more difficult to identify those people. And the same goes for personalizing content based on weather, for instance, which a lot of apparel businesses will do. So if the user's location is important to you, whether it's proximity to a specific store or just understanding their local weather, what can we do about it? Instead of relying on the third-party data, the user's IP address that we were getting from Apple, we will have to collect first-party data on them. So maybe this is a zip code or asking them their city and state or even just asking which store is closest to them. If you're able to get their zip code, there are online tools that will let you find all the zip codes that are in a particular radius to another zip code. There would be a good of manual work up front, but it is doable. Of course, just asking them which stores they want updates for on a managed preferences form or a sign-up form would be the easiest way. And yes, not everyone is going to fill it out. You'll probably have to ask multiple times, but it's easy enough to send out a request periodically or even insert a section of your email that asks them to update their info. Now let's talk about what it means to lose your open rate data. Some people will say that open rates are a vanity metric and don't really mean anything anyway, which is true to an extent. But most of us use the opening of an email to say, this person is engaged and wants to hear from us. In fact, lots of email strategists, myself included, will tell you to focus on those who have opened your email in the last 90 days or so as your engaged group. Now we're going to have to look at more than just open rates to determine whether or not someone is engaged. So what else can you do? Click rate for one. As far as I understand it, click rate will not be affected by this change. I don't 100% understand all the tech behind it, but from what I know, the pixel that's being stripped from the emails in Apple is what records the open, but it's the UTM parameters that will recognize the click. You'll also want to look at metrics like how recently they visited your site, when they signed up for your list, and of course, their purchase activity. And while it does seem limiting at first, the truth is focusing more on these other metrics means you're actually identifying an even more engaged group of people because those who click your email and visit your website are worth much more to you than people who open your email but don't take any action after that. So what should you do to prepare for iOS 15? First up is to start testing things now while you still have this open data. 
If you're not sure when the best day and time to send an email is, start testing now. If you're not sure whether your users prefer witty and suggestive subject lines versus direct and specific ones, test that now. Same for emojis versus no emojis. Get as much data as you can while you still have access, keep track of what you learn, and then implement that going forward. You'll also want to start testing the content you use in your emails. Long versus short form, heavily visual versus text-based. Because click is going to be the main metric you have to go off of, taking the time to test that now will have you ready to go by the time iOS 15 rolls out. Yes, you'll still have the data available for you to test later on, but how great would it be if you already knew what your subscribers responded to going into Q4? Stay tuned for an upcoming podcast episode where I dive more into what and how to test your emails. Also, if you haven't cleaned your list in a while, now is a great time to do that. Identify the really unengaged people and just get rid of them. Try and send some last-ditch effort breakup emails to see if they want to stay on your list. Now is also a great time to start collecting more of that first-party data we talked about or updating people's profiles with the third-party data you already have. This is especially true if location is really important to you. So you can create those location-based segments and then update their profile with the information you have with the profile property. If you want them to be able to update that profile property later, and of course I'm speaking specifically about Klaviyo, add it to the main list signup form so it will appear on your manage preferences form, just in case they move or something like that. Also, if you've been thinking about adding SMS to the mix, this is probably a great time to start if it makes sense for your customer base. Open rates haven't really been a thing for SMS. It's always been about clicks. And yes, you will hear people say SMS has open rates of 80 plus percent versus the 20% for email. But you know, most of us can't stand to have that little notification alert sitting there. So just because we opened it doesn't mean we actually paid attention. And of course, the real question is, how will you adjust your email marketing once this thing is in place? Of course, the biggest difference is going to be how we measure success. Clicks and actual conversion are going to be so much more important. So the conditions that you use to create your engaged segment should be based on these metrics versus solely open rate. You can still use open rate as a condition because as of right now, this is just affecting data for those who use Apple Mail. It just can't be the only one. We'll also have to think about how we approach resending campaigns. You always hear me say the power of resending emails to people who haven't opened them the first time, right? If you've never heard me say that, you must be new, in which case, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Now, instead of using open as the metric, you're going to want to use click instead. But if you're using click, that means you might end up sending an email to someone who already opened it and just chose not to engage with it. So in this case, you might have to adjust your strategy just a bit. Instead of sending the same exact content, you might have to change it up a bit so it feels like a different message. And if you're using a platform other than Klaviyo, which allows for automatic resending if the user didn't open it, I would probably stop using that. You'll want to base this off of Click instead. And hopefully the platforms who have this built in will update the functionality of that feature. 
You'll also want to keep an eye on your unsubscribe and spam rates. I mean, you should be doing that anyway, but when it comes to the resending based on engagement, it's going to be even more important. Ideally, you want it to be under 0.3% for unsubscribes and 0.08 for spam. Fair warning here though, if you're in the earlier stages of your business and you have a small list, it's going to be higher than that because three people, if they unsubscribe from a 500 person list, that's 0.6%. But don't get too stressed out about it is my point there. Like I said at the beginning of this episode, we're still really early in understanding how this is going to affect things and what the email service providers are going to do in response to it. So start learning as much as you can about it and collecting as much first party data as possible between now and then. And don't forget to visit the show notes for links to more information. And don't panic, be a smart marketer and we'll get through this just like we get through every other hurdle that comes our way. And remember that really the goal here is to make sure we use the data that we do have and that we collect to understand our customer and what they want to hear from us. It's going to make us better marketers. And you've got the power of segmentation. Use that first party data to create buckets of customers and send them relevant messages. Now, as always, I still caution you on getting caught up in the segmentation because you can spend a lot of time tinkering with this. And if you have a small list or a product that appeals to a lot of people, you can totally limit your reach. So if that's you, focus on where they are in their journey with you and segment based on that instead. And like I said, this is not the end of email, not by any means. So keep learning about your customers, honing your marketing and messaging skills. You've totally got this. That's all I have for you today, friend. I will be updating you as I get more information and kind of digging in and thinking through more strategy. So stay tuned. Come hang with me on Instagram. Make sure you subscribe. Well, I think it's called follow now the podcast so you don't miss any more information about this. And I hope you have a kick-ass day and I will see you on the flip side. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you like what you heard, I'd be so grateful if you'd leave a review on Apple Podcasts and don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And if you're looking to surround yourself with more product entrepreneurs who totally get your life right now, get your booty on over to the e-commerce badassery Facebook group. Can't wait to see you there. Until next time, e-commerce friends, stay badass.